Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Good afternoon. At the tone, Pacific Daylight Time will be... It's 5 o'clock. 5 o'clock. One step closer to my own personal hell. This is Primetime on Sports Radio 1080 The Fan. We expect the best. We're not afraid to break someone. Do you hear me? Primetime is your source for the best in local, regional, and national sports. Go ahead and clap. Mediocrity deserves applause. Isaac Rob, I'm miserable. I had to get up at 10 o'clock this morning. Jason Sikanik. I'm a dude playing a dude disguised as another dude. Primetime on 1080 The Fan. All right. Welcome back. Hope you're having a nice, juicy little Wednesday. It's your sports bros, Rob and Sook. I'm Rob. Sided. And uh, Big Sook is right over there. Right here. Sided. Ryan Buckley. Are you out of your mind? In the hot seat over there. He's going to be with me on Friday at the... Oregon Auto Show. Riding shotgun with you. Yeah, we're going to have fun out there. He goes to buy a new Subaru Outback. Yep. To go with my Labradoodle, my cold sandwiches. Or do you have, yeah, you have Forrester? Yeah. Yeah, there you go. We're going to have a couple beers and then get talked into a sensible car purchase. <laughs> you know what? I am, uh, I'm not drinking for a month. Why? What? Well, you know, people do the whole dry January thing. <laughs> I hate that crap because... My football team was in the playoffs. I want to drink and watch the game. My birthday's at the start of February. So I started the day after Super Bowl. No booze. And I'm going till March Madness. No booze. Really? Yeah. Why? Uh, it's a little reset. Yeah. I'm doing a wet February. There instead you go. Of a dry, instead of a dry January. Going, I'm, We're going to New Orleans and it will not be dry. Uh, yeah, yeah. If I were going to New Orleans, I also would not be dry. You can't. I have a perspective on the 30-day... What do you call it? Like the dry period, the, the cooling just, off. I call it a reset, but yeah, yeah. Like your thirty-day dry dock. Yeah. I, I have a perspective on that that I would like to disseminate to the people. I, I'm interested in your take on this because I, I I often get confused of why people do this, but you know, yeah. Well, well I know why they do it, but they feign some control over their alcoholism or <laughs> what? Yeah, I know why they do it. It's just I just I don't know. I got there's a whole thing on this. I've you know. 
as you know, uh, you know, I've had some things happen. Yeah. yeah. So I, I have, a, I think I have a unique perspective on it that I would like to share. But maybe I'll save that for the club. With I'm, uh, I'm intrigued. Ryan and I. Yes. On Friday. Oh, well, but you're not going to be there. Yeah, I'd so maybe like, we'll do it tonight. Kind of like to hear it. I don't know. Somebody was asking for Vegas stories. I don't have any great Vegas stories, but I do have uh, from this trip. Very low key trip for us. My wife and I. This was for my wife's birthday. Any celeb sightings? Yes, two. Mm. Two celebrity sightings. Did they want you? Uh, one of them most certainly did. And I think the other one wanted my wife. Mm. <laughs> Sounds about right. So I'll let you guess who uh, wanted who. All right. Interesting. Uh, that'll be the club tonight uh, and some other stuff. But uh, this hour, what do we have? I guess you guys probably spoke of the local TV ratings for the Blazers yesterday. Did you guys talk about that? Yes. Topic? It's Got not, into that a bit. It's not good. Yeah, down sixty percent. Yeah, overall fifty, local sixty. Yeah, that's not uh, that's that's not what you want. The tenants is okay. Yeah, just can't watch them. Nor does anyone want to. Um, we have the Major League Baseball expansion talk continuing now with ESPN's latest uh, few articles. Oh, I have fun with sports audio today. I do love audio. Uh, Rick Pitino hates his new team. <laughs> this guy. And uh, yeah. I don't know. Some other stuff we'll throw in there. Stuff. Should be good. Yeah. Get the mock drafts. I'm, I'm sure you're you're working up your mock draft 3.0. Uh, no, but I saw J.J. McCarthy was plus 4,000 to be the number one overall pick. Mm. I've seen a lot where uh, he's going top 10. Dude, he's flying up. the. He's flying up. He's flying up. There's, and you know who called it? There's always a riser. You know who called that? Huh. Jim Harbaugh. Yeah. Jim Harbaugh did say. They'll, they'll he said, him. I don't know why anybody will wouldn't look at him for number one. They like and to of drink course, their haterade and eat their hater tots. Everybody at that time is going, well, you're just a yeah. biased, whatever. And he's shooting up draft. Players. I've seen a ton now that has like Minnesota trading up into the top 10 to go grab him and letting uh, Kirkers go somewhere else. So probably some not mock draft talk. Hmm. I thought you'd want to talk about the like the six old linemen, the six tackles that could go in the first round. Oh my god! What about the big I mean, center? I will. What about the big center class? I will do that, but <laughs> not right. You now. might catch me sleeping. I understand. Uh, right now, the hot five at five. Oh, hot topics, hot opinions. Oh, golly, I'm hot today. And hot air. It's time for the hot five at five. That's hot. The Hot Five at Five on Primetime with Isaac and Sue. No, I mean it. That's very hot. The Hot Five at Five with Isaac and Sue. Brought to you on the fan by Victorico's Mexican Food, the most popular burrito spot in Oregon. Online at victoricos.com. Number five. Number five. Number five. Well, Kalen DeBoer has a second offensive coordinator at Alabama. He hires Nick Sheridan, who worked under him at UW. He replaces Ryan Grubb, who bolted for the Seahawks before even coaching a game in Tuscaloosa. Yeah, I saw an interview with Grubb, and he was doing the, yeah, there's some hard feelings right now, but it's like, hopefully time will heal all. And he's like, we all had to make a bunch of hard decisions. I wonder and, why he did that. Well, he didn't want to go originally. He wanted the job in Washington, but, you know, it's when, when that doesn't work out, the, the, there's not many better jobs to be a coordinator than down to Alabama, but then when the NFL thing surfaced, you know. You, so, so just merely a better gig or... He just didn't. He I got don't think, to Tuscaloosa and was like, eh. Well, one, I don't think he ever wanted to go to Tuscaloosa. And, you know, right now, no one wants to be in college. It is Tuscaloosa. Between the two, you know, everyone wants to be in the NFL. You don't want to deal with that crap. And it's possible, too, that he thought that DeBoer and Alabama, I mean, that's going to be a rough start for them. I know they got a good recruiting class coming in, but, 
you know, you really want to follow Saban and have your career tied to that? Now, I'm getting my information from Ryan Buckley here, so forgive me if this is wrong or blame him. Sean Miller is leaving Xavier for Ohio State, but not until the end of the season? That is the report. The report. Yes. Which, by the way, we called, like, was that two weeks ago? When uh, when they when Ohio State canned their coach, we're like, yeah, Sean Miller's the next guy. Yeah, it was uh, that Monday was... or whatever that uh, that they fired their coach, Isaac. Uh, you and Isaac called it. Yeah. Well, I'll take credit for that. I don't remember that, but it will, I'll take credit. <laughs> you for You don't it. remember that? I'm sure I did say something like that. Yeah. Because I'm great. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's interesting. I've never seen a coach do that, where he takes a job, but but he hasn't taken the job. It's, oh, just, it's just a. It, it, there's there's an agreement. And everyone's gonna know it, and that and Miller's gonna dance around I hope it. His team quits on him. He's gonna dance around it for the rest of the year, and then at the end of the season, then he'll acknowledge it and leave. Justin Fields has responded to criticism he received for unfollowing his Chicago Bears on the Insta. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says he was just trying to remove football from his timeline. Oh, get bent for Justin. a little break as he heads out on vacation. He also unfollowed the NFL. As he continues to follow other players specifically he's on the Falcons. A, he just, and he came out too and said that he doesn't care where he's at. He just wants it to be over. So Combine is next week. Yeah, Pittsburgh and Atlanta right now. A uh, lot of smoke on, on both of those. One more Major League Baseball team could be on the move. The Arizona Diamondbacks say they can't rule out moving if they don't get $400 million in public funding. They want to renovate Chase Field. I absolutely love when teams do this. And the, the, the owner came out and was like, we're not saying we're talking to other cities, but we're aware that they want baseball and, you know, give us $400 million. Which, by the way, in the grand scheme of things, $400 million isn't as bad as some teams and what they're asking for. Their lease is up after the 2027 season, and they now say they may run out of time. Oregon State baseball is out of the gate 5-0. and yeah. They were at Globe Live Field again today in Texas. They beat uh, number 19 Texas Tech 10-4. to they, uh, They're top 10. Where do, what are they? Right? They were 7 going into the week, I think. Yeah. I don't know if they've moved up yet. Go but they're going to be pretty good. Go Beefs. How about that? Our Beefs. Still the Pac-12, by the way. Two adult men charged in the Super Bowl celebration shooting, both currently hospitalized. They are hit with second-degree murder. Uh, their names are Lindell Mays, who is in his early 20s, and Dominic Miller, who is 18 or 19. Miller said uh, initially that he just ran, but video shows that he did fire four or five shots. He later copped to it. Uh, his was one who killed the uh, the woman who died at the shooting. Yeah, so it turns out the, the two men were looking at each other. One didn't like the way the other one was looking at him, shot. The other one shot back, and then they gave the guns to the two kids and had them run off. Correct. Uh, investigators say they, um, they aren't there yet, but they intend to bring every shooter that day to justice. So it sounds like there may have been more. Well, this certainly has the feeling of gang activity. And Lindell Mays, the, the first shooter, he's the guy who started it all. He said that he did uh, hesitate. Yeah, because the, of a bunch of kids being around, but then he shot anyway, yeah. and he got shot in the face. So, as did one of the kids that he gave the gun to. Come too far together. Stop now. Let's do it. That's it, baby. Shot it from the rooftops. Number one. Number one. Number one. And number one, the college football playoff commissioners met again today in Dallas. Uh, this time they discussed a 14-team playoff that could come as soon as 2026. And potentially, like like an hour after the 14-team playoff thing, then there was another report saying that they're considering a 16-team playoff. 
They also talked about more automatic bids for the Big Ten and the SEC. Uh, the 12-team playoff is set, though, for at least the next two seasons. And its official Oregon has removed that Hawaii game from its 2024 schedule. The season opener is now Idaho at Autzen on August 31st. The Ducks non-conference uh, schedule will consist of Idaho, Boise State, and Oregon State in Corvallis on September 14th. Sounds like basically what's, what's happening is the SEC and the Big Ten are saying, we want more money and we want more guaranteed spots. And if you don't give it to us, we'll take our ball and go home, or at least that's the threat. And the other schools, if they're going to agree to that, there needs to still be more spots available. That's why you're going from 12 to 14 and now eventually 16, because then the SEC and the Big Ten could guarantee themselves four spots, get to eight, still have eight other teams in the playoff. You get more games, more inventory, and there's more seats at the table. Because the SEC and the Big Ten are the ones right now that have a lot of the leverage, and they're going to use this to, to rattle some cages. And, and so the 14 or 16 would make sense because you can give the Big Ten and the SEC what they want to make them happy while still leaving some spots available for, for everyone else. You, you can't just have it be the like, like eight SEC and Big Ten teams and then four spots for everyone else. At that point, you're just you're dealing with the SEC Big Ten Invitational. All right, there is your Hot 5 at 5. It's brought to you by Victorico's Mexican Food, the most popular burrito spot in Oregon. Order now at victoricos.com. We've got a little sports audio and uh, some MLB expansion talk coming up. It is 516 on the fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, coming up, uh, Rick Pitino hates his team, but they're playing tonight. Did they respond to his comments? <laughs> Fade St. John's. We will uh, we'll tell you how they're doing, have but you, uh, first... Oh, I was going to say, have you seen the uh, the No Bowls tour going on right now, too? Have you seen any of this? No I saw this what? headline. It's, no Bowls? It just made me think about this. No cause, Bull. Because Rick Pitino, his team hates him, and it just it, it just popped up. I, I saw this today across my timeline. Uh, Scottie Pippen, Horace Grant, and Luke Longley. Uh-huh. Uh, I guess Scottie Pippen is like a, an ambassador to the... Uh, 
the Australian Basketball League. He's some sort of spokesman. If you haven't been paying attention, Scottie Pippen's a bitch, and he just runs he's around trying to make some money because he didn't make enough in his career. Apparently. And he's broke. Like he went bankrupt. Yeah. He, he blew a bunch of his money. So Scottie's been yelling and screaming. He's the one that uh, he came out and said Michael Jordan wasn't a good player. And Horace Grant's wait like, what? Yeah, Scottie Pippen said that Michael Jordan was not a good player. Said that he was like selfish and that like he didn't he he, he was nothing without Scottie Pippen and oh my god that yeah. he needed that he needed them to be good. Yeah, it's a it's a whole thing. And then Horace Grant, everyone hates because Horace Grant's the guy supposedly that was leaking all the information to the press. So he got booted from the Bulls dynasty. And I don't know what Luke Longley's deal is, other than he's from Australia. But they're going on a speaking tour. <laughs> they're going on a speaking tour around Australia, and I guess they're just they're going to trash Jordan in the last uh, the last dance. It's, it's essentially their attempt to yes. quote unquote set the record straight on the last dance. So they're gonna they're calling it the No Bull S Tour, where basically they're gonna like rail on on Michael Jordan and that documentary. Every one of those dudes they're should selling tickets for it. They should kiss Jordan's feet that he brought them all championships. So they just hated Jordan, and they well, yeah, they're jealous. I think of- they hated that. Last Dance came out and made it seem like yeah. he he was the the only thing that made it all run, and they were yeah. kind of just there. Yeah. Well, but it kind of kind of that's that how way. that's yeah. how, and they're upset about that. <laughs> I just love that Scotty and Jordan. Like, if you watch that, like Jordan gives him a, a ton of credit. It's just you know, it's it's from Jordan's perspective. And by the way, he's the greatest basketball player of all time. And you're Horace Grant and Scotty Pippen and Luke Longley. But I just I find it fascinating that they're on a tour where they're claiming that it's going to be no BS, right? Just like when Scottie Pippen said that Michael Jordan wasn't a good basketball. I player. would say though, Horace Grant, he was good, and yeah, Scottie Pippen was, he was great. great. He was greatness. Yes. Like Scottie Pippen is sort of overshadowed by Jordan. Yes, but that happens. Yeah, it when, does. When happen, you're playing right? in the it's shadow like, of the greatest player of all time, it's just. You know, this is not the way to go. Oh, um, by the way, Jordan's kid was stupid. Pippin's <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> yeah, they broke up. But scrub the Instagram just like Justin Fields. I'm sure that that's not causing any sort of weirdness either. I tell you what, I I think I said this last week on the show, but yeah. um, my wife watches that Real Housewives show. Yeah, of Miami, and Larsa Pippin is on there. Mm-hmm. She is so stupid. It's not even. It's kind of unfathomable. Yeah. Sounds about right. She is a total an idiot. Yes. Well, and she was married to Scotty Pippen, which makes sense because Pippen kind of seems like an idiot now too. Yeah, is he out to lunch or like what's his deal? It's it's bad. Really get like him. he's just come on. Yeah, th- this this is like Pippen. He said, "I've seen Michael Jordan play before. I came to the Bulls. You guys have seen him play. He was a horrible player." Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's not even worth like. <laughs> it's, exactly. it's not even worth talking about. I will say though that Scotty Pippen has a soft place in my little cold black heart. Because uh, as a young up and coming sports broadcaster at 1080 The Fan, when he got traded to Portland, I got to go interview him. Yeah, it, it, they they did a practice over at like Roosevelt High School or something like that. I can't yeah. remember what high school it was. And I was out in the hallway, just me and Scottie Pippen, mm. and that for me was a pinch myself moment. I bet when I'm like, I'm like, oh my god, how old were you? And he was super nice. Uh well, what years was he here? I mean, he wasn't here long, so yeah, you could, you're right. What years was? We so you're out. probably talking about when you first started. You're probably yeah. like what? Oh, 2000, 2001, something like that. Well, what years was he here? And then I again, can tell I, you. I think it was right around that time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it's just like if and you, he was super nice, and he was really um. I don't know. I just thought he was very. He didn't come across as like what you're talking about. Yeah, he, he was, was here, here in '99, '99, and, and left in '03. 
Yeah. Oh, he was here longer than I thought. It's just that, like, when when you leave and you become bitter, I get it, right? Like, everyone wants their credit, and he feels that he doesn't, you know, get his 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 rightful place, and I understand all that, but it's one thing to be bitter. But when you are playing, like, if you played with Barry Bonds, or you played with Tom Brady, or you played with whoever, right, and you were really good, you just have to accept the fact that as great as you were, you played with someone that was that much better. And when you take pot shots at that guy, it just makes you look like an ass clown. Like there's like Scotty Pippen could probably talk s about the vast majority of guys that ever played in the NBA. Yep. And 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 he would and he would be justified in doing so. But when you attack LeBron or you attack Kobe or you attack Jordan, there's just certain guys that if you go after you look, you look like a, you look like a moron. You look like an idiot because those guys are beyond, they're beyond reproach. Like, well, and that's all he does now is he just he goes around and it's very weird. And he's just he's just bitter and angry and he looks he looks foolish. It doesn't look good for him. And now he's going around Australia with and he got he got Horace Grant to be like, yeah, this guy cooperated with me. Horace Grant hates him too. Now, did he and Larsa? They had kids, right? They had a bunch of kids. Yeah, yeah. And that was the one. Uh, Pippen's kid was pretty good. I don't know if he's still bumming around the NBA, but he was G League and bumming around some some rosters. He was the one that was begging his mom to stop sleeping with celebrities and and putting oh. you know like scantily clad photos up on on the interweb. Yeah, Scotty Pippen Jr. currently plays for the Memphis G League team, yeah. the Memphis Hustle. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Do you think his IQ is higher or lower than my front nine score this morning? <laughs> I think his kid actually seems like he's got a pretty good head on his shoulder. Really? Yeah. So where does that come from? It doesn't come from Larsa. No, I, I think he just is embarrassed at the whole thing. Like he Oh he does. Yeah, he should be. Yeah. When when you come from two morons, you either go one <laughs> of two ways. You either just go full moron or you know, you, you have the backlash. You're like, I am just not gonna be like my Yeah, that's not gonna true. be my parents. Right. Yeah. Okay, well the Bulls just stole a Seggy. Yeah. Sorry, we were it just it, it made me think about it when you brought up the Rick Patino hating his team. They and stole a Seggy. Teammates hating each other, and I just. By I, the way, Patino's boys have responded tonight. Oh, they have responded. Well, then it justifies uh, Rick Patino being a horrible person. Well, I have to play his audio because it's just too good. Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, we'll get to that, and an update on MLB expansion is coming up. But uh, first, here's Buck with Sports Center. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. All right, some MLB expansion talk coming up, but I want to play Rick Pitino's comments because they're just so good. He's such an ass. I mean, he 
So he's the new coach at St. John's. Yeah. This is his first year there. They are... I was looking at their record, and now I lost it. Yeah, they're not good. I think they're like 16 and 4. They, they're, they're like yeah, two games above 500. Something like that. The Red Storm, yeah, they're 14 and 12. Yeah. And, and they're I, 6 and 9 in the league. Yes. Big East. They've lost three in a row. Tonight they played Georgetown, and before after their last loss against Seton Hall... Uh, Rick Pitino's. I, I. I mean, I've never heard a coach no trash his team like that. No, this <laughs> like is this. by name. I, I. This is this is Mike Leach and then some. Uh, times yeah, times five. He's just because... calling. He's just calling guys out by name, and what their well, exact problem is. In... Oh, oh, he says names. Oh, in this clip he doesn't. I. I there must be no. More. He does. He. Yeah, he, 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 there? he names in this names. clip. There's one name, but it, we read the, some of the transcript yesterday, and he let yeah. he read four or five guys. Oh, names. Okay. He, he names right. names. So I. This is about a minute long of uh, a little compilation of him hating on his team. Yeah. I think they're unathletic. <laughs> I don't think they move well laterally. I don't think they're going to pick it up in the next week. Um, I think they're slow laterally. I mean, Sean Conway gives you everything he can. He's slow laterally. About five guys are slow laterally. Even even the Celtics when we lost, I've enjoyed every minute being a Boston Celtic coach. Didn't like the fact that we lost in that following year, but this has been the most unenjoyable experience I've had since I've been coaching. God. You have any second thoughts of taking this job? No, not at all. It's not St. John's. It's my team. I hate my team. I think they're very respectful. They hear, but they don't listen. It's taken me... A month to get them to throw bounce Actually, two months to throw bounce passes. Just thinking of getting ready for Georgetown because Georgetown could definitely beat us. I'm not even thinking of the future at all. I'm just thinking of the next game and the next game and the next game, and that's it. Fin- uh, just try to get as many wins as you possibly can and represent St. John's in the best fashion you can. So uh, if you're wondering, uh, St. John's... They're like the worst team in the league. No, they're not. They're 6-9 they're and nine in the Big East, like I said. No, no, Georgetown. Well, I said St. John's. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about because he was saying Georgetown. Yeah. Georgetown can beat him. Georgetown is awful. Yeah, Georgetown is 1-13 in, in the Big East. Yes. And right now, with nine minutes left, St. John's is leading 65-53. to 53. Now that is a response from Rick and his players. <laughs> it doesn't, doesn't help. Or I, mean, I guess hurt of. that, you know, coincidentally, they're playing the worst team in the league, you know. Yeah, but I think there would have been a lot of people after that would have been like, oh, dude, they're going to give up on him. Yeah, but Rick's going to use this as, uh, see, my genius motivation. Yeah, well, it's well, Georgetown. I've heard of coaches that try to motivate their team that way with a little lesser jab, you know? Yeah. But not quite like that. Like, no. that's not even him trying to motivate. He just doesn't care. He hates them. Yeah, I love the— And he I, can't I, wait to get rid of all of them. Because he was terrible in Boston. Terrible. But he's like, I loved every minute of it. This? No. I've been coaching for 50 years. Never had a worse time in my life. Was it the university? No, no, no. This is my horse crap team. Get bent, Rick Patino. That's just... I kind of like Patino. God. I mean... He, he just that... I do like when he wears the white suit and looks like a vampire, but that's, you know... And he likes horse racing, horse yeah. betting. Well, it's... And he bets he, the ponies. And I'd also like to point out that he likes having sex for nine seconds uh, with people that aren't his wife mm. on uh, Italian food tables. Well, I don't know about the people that aren't their wife part, but the other parts, <laughs> nine, nine seconds? I identify with that. <laughs> oh, Rick, you're, you're such a class act. So Jeff Passan of ESPN wrote an article yesterday about uh, Major League Baseball expansion. And in it, uh, there's some nuggets. Nothing great for Portland. 
Well, nothing particular. I mean, it sounds like Salt Lake is the preferred. Well, again, nothing great for Portland is yeah. that he says he reports that um, Salt Lake has passed. He said multiple ownership level sources have told him that Salt Lake has passed Portland. Yes. And that is probably, uh, well, as I mentioned, that is not so great news for Portland. No. Uh, he is saying that a 32-team Major League Baseball is inevitable. Expansion fees, you know, I mean, they're in the billions. It's mm-hmm. $4 billion total if they get two teams, and, yep. and there are viable options emerging Nashville and Salt Lake City. So it's not imminent, and it's unlikely to happen until the early 2030s because the new CBA isn't coming until after 2026 season. But uh, Salt Lake has, have, has passed Portland. There's a lot of reasons for that. One is the strength of their proposal. Um, they would be the smallest city with Major League Baseball, so that concerns owners. But he said that their proposal for a, a stadium district is like $3.5 billion stadium district. They proposed it last week. Yeah. I guess it's just off the charts good. Uh, they've had solid attendance numbers for the Jazz and Real Salt Lake. And uh, one other advantage they have is they can potentially host the A's because the Salt Lake B's stadium is going to be done in time for uh, the A's to need a, a temporary home. So they could they could do a solid to baseball, right? And and as you scratch my back, I scratch yours. Well, that and, and show and just show that yeah. you know the city well, would and, support it. And forgot they they hosted the they, they hosted the Olympics. Like Salt Lake's fine. I understand that it's it's not a giant city, but Salt Lake is doing just fine. Well, they seem to have their ass together. I'll yep. tell you that because well, they came in in the in the whole expansion, um, you know, the lexicon that yeah. we've been talking about here for years. They have not been on the radar until this last couple of se- last no. couple of years. I wonder, and and you'll never know, but God, the pandemic just and I know there's much bigger things that happened during the pandemic than than just you know what happened to our city and and, and baseball, but. It's just you you gotta wonder the head start that we had and the momentum we had and Salt Lake wasn't even a thing. And remember, right before the pandemic, Major League Baseball was getting set to come tour the city. And then the pandemic hits and the floodgates open and we F the thing up and we we let the city go to absolute hell and it gets overrun and we've never recovered. And meanwhile, like the the only thing that we had going wasn't there wasn't another viable city in the West. Right, Major League Baseball. We well, know, Vegas. Well, but Vegas is Vegas got a team. They're going to get the A's. Right. So, like, we knew one was going to Nashville, and so the idea was there just isn't a lot of competition. It's like we just can't screw it up. Well, we did screw it up, and then Salt Lake popped up, and you just wonder had that not have happened, how far are we, are we along? Do we have a, 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 well, a deal? Are we like Nashville at this point, where we're we're entrenched and and we've got baseball coming here, and it's just a matter of time. I don't know, man. I they got to get some land. I mean, yeah. you just can't. Now we still haven't heard anything. I mean, it's after... just all talk until you get land. Yeah. Well, and we had the the proposal. What was that proposal? What was that a couple weeks ago about the the red tail? But I haven't seen anything else on that. There have been a variety of proposals, right? I, I mean, well, no, they just got to get. The, I mean, you got to buy. Something. They have to get that land. Yeah, they're trying to buy it. Yeah. So hopefully they buy it, and if they do, they're they're probably back in the game. But even that, it sounds like Salt Lake City has already passed them, yeah. and they passed them quickly. Yeah. So that's, you know, you sucks. Just, it it's it's right. not good. What about the Diamondbacks? <laughs> do you think we're willing to yeah. build the Arizona Stadium? What? Because <laughs> the the the, well, Diamond, the Diamondbacks are blustering and saying that they need what half a billion dollars to help build the stadium. And if uh, Phoenix won't do it, we'll find somewhere else to to give us half a billion dollars. Do you think Portland's willing to pony up half a billion dollars? Do we do that? No, no, no we don't. We don't. 
But they're not going anywhere. That's no. a good market. Oh gosh. Well, yeah, they're just, it's not the greatest market, but it's it's a good market to have baseball. There's a lot of people down there. They're just posturing to get the stadium built. So the Salt Lake officials have been invited to spring training to mingle with teams about how to operate a franchise. Yeah. Like if that doesn't tell you where you need to know, then. we're behind uh, we're behind the eight ball a little bit. Well, but again, to be um, optimistic. They are trying to buy a piece of land, and if they do that, perhaps they get back onto the. Now, these things change quickly. Sure. Well, look how fast Salt Lake rose. And I'm sure Barrett will be on. We're out what Tuesday? We're out at X Golf Tualatin. <laughs> yeah. We'll ask him. Barrett. I'm sure Barrett will be around. Yeah. Well, hopefully, he's got some answers for us. Have you seen like the the artist renderings of the the Power District down in in, in Salt Lake? Yeah, it's awesome. It looks pretty awesome. It's awesome. Yeah. And that, which is which is essentially you know, what the, they're trying to do by moving that thing out to Red Tail. Is the same thing. Yeah, they're trying to but build. They get the damn land, yes. and then get some renderings, and then you're you're Let's on go. par. Well, yeah. maybe not even still on par, but you're at least closer. Well, and then you don't have to deal with the city of Portland uh, at that point. You know, once you buy the land from them, so maybe then you can kind of kick this thing in the ass and, and get it moving. Because it, it it will happen before uh, old Manfred when he's gone. Like this is going to be before he he shuts this down. Well, he said that he wants cities selected. And the process moving along by the time his tenure ends, which he has just announced, is yes. going to be 2029. Yes. So you... But like Passon said, its expansion team probably won't actually be playing until the you know 2030s. But you need to. You have a short period of time here to get this figured. But out. it just goes to show you that, and I and I've long said that, and and I do believe this that the Major League Baseball to Portland, the Portland Dime Project Group, is really strong. Like they know what they're doing, yep. and I know people don't believe it, but you should believe that they have money behind them to own an ownership group. They, it's not just Russell Wilson and yeah, a couple not, of other funny money. local guys. That's right. That said, um, it this I think just shows you how hard it is to to bring everything together to make it happen, right? Because they're good, they're smart, they've got money, they've spent a lot of money. You know, they're trying and trying and trying over years, trying and trying and trying and cannot get over the hump in Portland. Whereas Salt Lake, it just goes to show you, you do need your local government to to want it and the people to want it. Yep. And Salt Lake has that. They have that synergy. They get stuff done. So it's all come together, much like Nashville. It's coming together for them better and quicker. And and you look at at Portland. Whereas Portland continues to run in, or Portland Diamond Project continues to run into roadblock after roadblock after roadblock. Well, look at. If you're looking at two of the biggest boom cities right now, Nashville is popping, right? Everything in Nashville is is exploding. Salt Lake has been on a 20-year growth curve. And from from the Olympics to building the, the new freeway project, um, things are going great in Salt Lake. And unfortunately with us, it feels like, again, go to the pandemic. It feels like we made a hard left and, you know, we're, we're struggling to come back. So, I mean that—that's the part that scares me. Isn't necessarily the, the Portland Diamond Project. I just, our city just scares me. Well, but that's I'm, what I'm just—that's yeah, what I just said. Yeah. Like the Portland Diamond Project is great. Yeah. And they are trying. They have money. They've done everything. Possible. S- smart. They—they've got good people behind them. They know what they're doing, and yet, without the city and the and the local government really being on board, you you just can't. They haven't gotten anywhere. But does Beaverton help? Well, again, get the damn land. Yeah. 
I mean, well, you got to get that from Portland. First I, goes back I, to your I original. think they're upset. I'm going to ask Barrett this on Tuesday, but I don't think they wanted it out there that they're about to buy Redtail. Yeah. Because or they were trying to buy Redtail because they don't want this talk of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Show me when you, you know, like, yeah, proofs in the pudding. Don't it. don't come out with something until it's big and concrete and substantial. You know. And so this leaked, and probably from the mayor's office, because the mayor wanted Lloyd Center. the Lloyd Center, and they didn't. And so now they have to fight this battle of, well, if they don't get that land, they, they just, I don't know. I feel like sometimes they get viewed as a joke or a, a viewed as a group that just... It's a good point. It's just like... Well, this is never going to happen, and you because we get it on the text line. Hell, we're All on the, the sports, the the sports show and station of record in the marketplace, yep. and you should see how much hate comes in about the Portland Diamond it's project on over, our text line. Overwhelming, it's negative. unbelievable, yeah. and people nobody buys it. And I'm telling you, these guys are good, yep. and they have money, and they know what they're doing. But to my point, you just you even if it's not even in the city of Portland, they still have to buy the land from Portland. They just can't get anywhere with this dumbass city. Can you imagine the egg on their face? And you talk about, and you are so right about people not having faith. Can you imagine if it comes out in a week or two that the city of Portland goes and tells them to, you know, go blank themselves and they don't get red tail. And now we're back to not having any sort of idea of where the ballpark's going to go, at least to the public. You want to talk about looking bad. I think if, I don't know if you can afford that. It, well, it, this that's it. Yeah, right? It's got to be it. It's over if you if they do not get red. This is they're already behind the eight ball now. Yeah. Like they were in the lead for years ago. Yeah. They are not anymore. If they don't get red tail the red tail land, what are you going to do? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm, they're done. Maybe they have a backup plan, but and I think that's the other thing that bothers people is is, is that it's. We, we don't even know. And someone said on the, the Vancouver Ford text line, would there be more public support if we knew who was behind the project? I do think, at least the fear, the feedback I hear, that bothers a lot of people, and it makes them think, as you said, it's a good group, they've got money, they've got backing, but when you're not willing to be public about who it is, that causes a lot yeah. of people to think that you're full of crap. But what if there's a reason for it? I don't know. But that's the thing. I mean, is, there is. There I, is. I can tell you there is a reason why they cannot but people, talk about that. But, but people don't even know what that reason is. I to- and and pe- they can't say. And that people are suspicious. Understood. Totally get that. Be suspicious. Like this guy says, I don't doubt uh, Portland Diamond Project. I doubt MLB, government, and other entities. That's the way you should be viewing it. Yeah. Uh, at the same time, uh, people don't. And that's frustrating. I, I just think that's frustrating. Yeah. But, you know, the like you said, the proof's in the pudding in Salt Lake City. I mean, you want to talk about getting their ass together. They did. Dude. And, running circles around Portland. And Nashville's a done deal, basically. I mean, <laughs> Nashville's just sitting back being like, cool, we'll see you in five years. So, it's not great news. Yeah, maybe we'll get lacrosse. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, didn't we already have lacrosse? Maybe we'll get arena football. Didn't we already have arena arena football? WNBA. Didn't we already have the WNBA? What about an MLS team? We got That's one a good of those. League. Ooh, NFL. Tuliton. Love it. What if we got a Canadian? A and Canadian we'll a Super Bowl. What about a Canadian football team? What? Like annex a little piece of land, call it Canada. And... All I'm saying is, think about this: the NHL has teams in the United States. That's and true. Canada. That's Major true. League Baseball, right? Why can't Canadian football? Have a team in the what United States. What about another States. NBA team? Two. We do love a good novelty. Wouldn't here that Portland. make the Blazers better? 
They actually had some competition here in town. <laughs> we put one out in Gresham. <laughs> put it out at Lentz Park. We built the and just the, the Blazers. We called the remix. Just take the G League and make it the Blazers, and let's go. All right. Well, there's uh, the not so great Major League Baseball expansion update. <laughs> uh, it is five forty nine on the fan. Well, for our last little bit here before we get to the club, uh, we have found more uh, Rick Pitino audio for you. Is it after 9-11? Yeah, this comes from this comes from um, West Virginia. So there's a West Virginia player that played for Patino, I believe, at Iona. And his name is Quinn Slazinski. Uh, anyways, he was asked about the whole Patino thing going on Sunday, Monday. And uh, and he had this to say about his experience playing for Patino. When it box out, this was in practice. Like, he looks at me. I don't know like say Out of love, he said he will chop me up in seven pieces and send me back to Detroit or Houston or wherever the bleep I'm from. And I would just sit there and laugh. He's like, are you laughing at me? And I'm like, no, I, I don't know. He knows it's just a game. It's just who he is. It's just kind of the way he talks. He doesn't mean it. He's just like the one. <laughs> yeah, he didn't mean he was going to chop you up into pieces and send you back to Detroit. Yeah, he just seems so lovable. Hey, Mark Mangino got fired for that. Memory. I know. I was right. just thinking that. Yeah, Mangino got fired. I guess he had. He he was. It was a player that was from Los Angeles and they came from like a rough neighborhood. And I think the the guy's brother had been killed in gang violence. And he told the guy that if he didn't shape up, he was going to send him back to to like where he was from and he could get shot too or something like that. And it was like, um, Mark. The, the, it's funny that. Like when Rick Patino does it, we just laugh because Rick's viewed as a great coach. But if you suck and you do that, then we're upset and we 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 fire your ass. Well, like, he, Mangino was really good. Yeah, until he wasn't. Well, but he was still. They didn't want to fire him. No, like he just he he did so much of that stuff. They kind of had to yeah, fire him. Yeah. So he it wasn't like he got bad and then they used that as an excuse to fire him. He was good. Yeah. It's just Patino Patino's. I don't know. It's just funny to me that everybody's sitting there laughing at that kid talk. Like, oh, ha, ha. I'm going to chop you up into pieces and mail you. Oh, ha, 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 ha. That's just kind of. The kid tried to make it sound funny and all the adults ran with it. But, like, that didn't sound very funny. There's a there's a, there's a great sketch. Uh, and I can't even. You can't say it. It's, it's from the. I think it's called The Ben Show. It's one of the funniest things I've ever seen. And it's a, it's a coach. And he's just tearing apart his team and it's and it's it's racist it's misogynistic it's just the most horrific things you can say to each individual individual player and then the end of it he's like i do this because i love you guys (laughs) you know it's like this and it's so true it's like i say the most horrific things to you and i yell at you and i treat you awful and i do it not because of the money i do because i love you and that just i I just can never wrap my head around that crap that coaches get away with that dog mess. And then we have to hear from like an ex player like Bob Knight. Like a player that's like, well, Bob Knight, yeah, he was just the way he was. He was just the way he was. But, you know, Bob Knight, uh, you know, I, you did a lot for me. And then we just, we dismiss that behavior. And I just, I, every coach I had that was ever like this, it just, there's nothing I wanted more than to take a bat, hit him in the head with it. Because I, I played God. with, I, I did. I, I played. Isn't that, isn't that exactly what they're saying? Yeah, now but you're just stooping I, to their level. It's true, but except I actually wanted to do it. <laughs> God, <laughs> we used to joke all the time, I, and I've told multiple stories about him. Offensive line coach, we were all we would joke, and we were like, if during two days, we're like, if you put a gun. <laughs> In the middle of the locker room, how long would it take someone to kill the our, our line coach? And then we'd be like, three practices? Like, no, no, five, five. Like we had said an over under. Like people hated him that much, 
and it was like, and I'm like, we're all joking. Obviously, no one wanted, you know, no one would do it allegedly, but it was like that level of just how did that guy be successful? He was a, a successful coach for like 45 years. And it's just, it's, it's amazing to me that guys are allowed to just continue to be this way. And at least as like a position coach, you're kind of underneath the radar, like the Tom Bissos of the world. I, I guess when you win, it just nothing, nothing else matters. You, you can be as big a D as you want. And then we're like, well, he's a, dis he's a disciplinarian and you know, it's just, as the guy said, it's just the way he was. Doesn't it make you appreciate the great Mike Riley? Yes. Where have you guys been? <laughs> oh, and like you see guys that, you know, and I don't mind being, no one minds being coached, you know, tough, but, uh, you know, like I, I think, you know, you take a guy, I don't know, just from, from our dealings, but Dan Lanning doesn't seem very soft and cuddly. My guess is Dan Lanning is a very uh, demanding coach. But he's not an ass. What gives you that impression? <laughs> he's not an ass. His players, his players yeah. love him. He seems you, genuine. Yeah, you want to run through it like Dan Campbell. Intense, but cares exactly. Right. There's a difference between being intense and just being a, just being a Richard. All right, coming up next, the world's tallest man has met the world's smallest woman. It's a hell of a thing. Have you seen this? I have seen the photo. It's it looks. This is glorious. It looks AI generated. You're talking about the photo of Shaq with Simone Biles. That one's pretty jarring. <laughs> I bet. This is worse. Have you seen that? You look it no, up. No, I haven't, but now I kind of want to. And uh, Vegas celebrity sightings. Nope. Next in the club on the fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 